because it's like a war movie, right? So like that kind of helps with the pacing of like you getting shot at, you gotta like, hurry up. Yeah, Birdman's not like that. Birdman takes place um, behind, like in, like in like a theater. It's like a stage play. It's kind of like the main thing that they're doing. So if you go too far, you're gonna yeah. pull that. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, the desk over, will that help? That impossible. Ah, that's good. That's good right there. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So as some of you know, uh, those who listen last week, there were some technical difficulties with background noise, as you probably just heard from him moving the mic stand. Uh, there's just some bumping around going and mainly has to deal with the new sound setup and the XLR cords that we have, which are like the big microphone cables. We're still figuring them out. Yeah, yeah. Where this is only my well. So I had the one with Ben, my DMT pilot, the one with Isaiah, and then now this one. So this is the fourth episode using the whole new setup. But yeah, I We're getting I there. like it so far. Yeah, it's it's, really it sounds good. really good right now. Just as long as we don't move. It's, it's a nice setup. Move stuff too much. You know, like, um, well, being condensed on like one table was cool. Like that's that's fine. But yeah. Being spread out is also cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, it, it's nice because this, and, and you guys are only listening, you can't see, but right now we're literally just sitting in my bedroom. I'm laying on my bed, or sitting rather, no one's sitting on a yoga ball, and we're just chilling in this open room. Calisthenics in, man. <laughs> Do you know what calisthenics are? No, there's their fitness term. <laughs> fitness term, unregistered. No, uh, so were the, you said three movies you saw? So I saw, I watched The Artist Self-Defense, which is a oh, how was that movie. I, I don't like, I don't think I like dark comedy. I very rarely watch a movie that's dark comedy and enjoy it. So, it was, yeah. it was fine. It, it was, it was cool. Like, it was, I like, it was very condensed and it was just about this guy who had a problem and he went and solved his problem and then, you know, um. He he sh- he shoots a guy and then he tells people that he that he killed him with one finger, because <laughs> so, it's all about like karate and stuff. So uh, so it's like Rango in reverse type thing. That, sure, I don't know. I, I have you that. seen Rango? It's been a decade, man. Oh my god, my siblings were watching it a couple weeks or maybe just less than a week ago. Actually, that movie is so good. One of the best animated films I've seen. Yeah, it's um. It's not. It's DreamWorks, though. It's not Pixar, which is interesting because most of the, like the great animated movies are Pixar's. Yeah. Well, there there are some Dream. Think about Shrek. Um, DreamWorks. Yeah. Yeah, it's DreamWorks. Well, oh, it's, well, yeah. Um, Pixar has up until into the Spider Verse. Pixar won best animated feature like eight years in a row or something like. Oh, that. really? Yeah. So like the best movies have been Pixar movies. The best well, animated. That movies. one was also like joint, kind of joint between. Was it Pixar? Was Pixar not Marvel? not Pixar, but it's Marvel, so it's Disney property. So it's no Into the Spider Verse was a Sony. Yeah, but it, it's involved. Marvel is involved with it, though. It? Okay. Yeah, like like the Spider Man. Oh, movie. actually, you're right. I I freaking remember like the intro to it was really cool because it was the because the Marvel intro is always like the comic. Book yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, and it's like that. the right. Tom Holland Spider Man movies. Those are all, uh, Sony movies, but they're. They're made by Marvel Studios, yeah, because it's all like interconnected with that. But 
so it, it's interesting i'm not sure if you've heard but sony gets all of the uh box office revenue and marvel or disney they only get uh merchandising revenue because they mm. they own the the merch rights to like their mcu characters but the movies themselves all the box office money goes to Sony. Whoever is in charge of Spider-Man licensing at Marvel or Sony or whatever, like they, they don't get paid enough because that is like the most complicated licensing thing I've ever heard it of. It is. It's crazy. But, oh, did you see the Morbius trailer? No, I didn't. I knew what happened, though. Yeah, so... Was that announced by Marvel prior? I don't think... I never heard anything about it prior to the trailer. Um, There were some, like... There was somebody who said, uh, maybe some some news source or something that said maybe a week prior okay. that we were going to be getting a Morbius trailer in the next week or two. Then it dropped like who's, five who's days Mor- later. Who's Morbius? Morbius is the living vampire is what they say, but he's oh, okay. involved with kind of the Spider-Verse more oh, so really? than the rest of the Marvel Universe. Oh, that's and, and this is... Also in the Sony Spider Verse uh, movie, so like Venom was really, yeah, huh. yeah. So it's made it's Sony and Marvel, but it's it's like licensed by Sony and all that. Um, but it's cool because they're integrating all this stuff. Like like they had everybody gets a movie. <laughs> I think I think in the Morbius trailer, I remember there was something referencing to Spider Man. I think it was J. Jonah Jameson mm. and his news network on there. Um, yeah, I saw I saw a leak that he was going to be a big player. In yeah, the, in the next yeah, Spider-Man. and we just saw him at the in the post credit scene for scene. Far From Home, which he's played by J.K. Simmons, right? Yeah, the same love guy. That, fucking love that guy. Yeah, <laughs> J.K. Simmons is one of my favorite actors. He he doesn't ever freaking work though. Like he has like one or two movies a year. Yeah, and it's just Spider Man. Like all I know him from is the original Spider Man trilogy. Oh, you never seen Whiplash? No, I haven't. Uh, I want is, to. Yeah, Whiplash is great. Yeah, you said um, that. Trying to think. He's in something else that I watched. He was in a TV show called Growing Up Fisher, which was like this mm, like, I think I've heard drama comedy mix that was kind of cool. It only lasts like one season, though. But it was about a kid and his like neighbor or his whatever. J.K. Simmons basically plays this blind guy. Um, and this kid befriends him. So that was, yeah. No, J.K. Simmons is fantastic. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, it's cool because they're integrating all that stuff into the MCU. So you're going to see like Venom and Morbius and Spider Man, like just the whole Spider Verse, most likely is going to be over at Disney fully in the next decade or so. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't see them. Or at it, least they'll have more control than they do now. As long as Marvel is still successful, I don't see Disney like not pursuing the whole sp- like the entire Spider-Man rights. Yeah, just because absolutely. It's, it's a hurdle they have to jump over. That's yeah, really what it is. Because like Spider-Man, and, and also they have Tom Holland playing like a fifteen, sixteen-year-old kid right now, and so they got like a lot of the future of yeah. the of the MCU is kind of probably lying on him. I feel like. Yeah. Um, if they can make it work, then it could potentially lie on him. Is a better way to put it. Yeah. Isn't Eternal supposed to come out soon? That's going to come out this fall. Yeah. So Black ha- Widow seen, and then Eternals. Uh, oh, sorry, Black Widow's a thing. Have you yeah. seen uh, Kumul Camille Jamani or whatever the dude's name is? 
The guy uh, from Silicon Valley. Yeah, have you seen how jacked he is oh now? Oh my god, he got huge. I, <laughs> he I got think roid rage, for Stuber, wasn't it? Yeah, wait, what? Did he get big for Stuber no, he didn't. or just he was, for Eternals? I, I'm just for Eternals. Really? He, he was not big in Stuber. He was he was very much the same Silicon Valley guy. Okay. Um, yeah, it, he's it's freaking interesting. jacked now. <laughs> like to, to the point where you think it might be photoshopped. Like, yeah, no, it looks like he's wearing a muscle suit or something. Yeah, like it, it's like. Like, did you ever have one of those when you were a kid? Like a superhero muscle suit? I had a neighbor who did, yeah. Yeah, it, it looks like, like that foam stuff underneath. <laughs> like, you could press it, it would just... <laughs> yeah, no, no I like him, though. Like, yeah, he's cool. He's a cool guy. He's actually yeah. a really good actor, too. Yeah, um, I finished not season one of Silicon Valley. I'm on, like, episode two oh. or three of season two. Yeah, that show, that show is also fantastic. I like it. Well, I I don't think I've said it on this podcast. My favorite show, my favorite joke in that entire show. I've seen I've seen all six seasons or whatever, right? Twice even. Um, my my favorite joke is like in season like four or five when T.J. Miller, uh, he's the guy with the shaggy hair. He's he like uh, what's his what's his name? Richard like disinvites him from a party they're going to that night, mm-hmm. and, he, and he goes, "You can't disinvite me now. It's gonna raise suspicion. I already called in beforehand with phony with phony dietary restrictions." He's like, "I told him I was a pesca pescatarian, which is a fish who or which is a person who eats fish who only eat other fish." <laughs> Oh my I, think God. I think that's a fantastic that's like the <laughs> pinnacle of comedy in that show for me. I think it was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> People are listening thinking if that's the pinnacle of comedy in that show, I'm gonna Pesca really there, there's a joke towards they, um, they have good delivery though. They have yeah. That, Alex Berg, the guy, he does Barry too. I don't know if you know what Barry is with Bill. Oh Hay. yeah, yeah. That show's actually pretty decent. I've seen well. the first episode of that. Um Alex Berg's pretty cool. The, the other joke I like from that is, I, I don't know what season it's in, but there's one season where they spent all their money on building a palapa in the backyard, which is basically like, it's basically like a gazebo, like a tropical gazebo. Yeah. And at one point, Jin Yang refers, he looks at, he looks at TJ Miller and he's like, he's like, you built a roof over nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that the Asian intern? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I just, I just heard the way he said it in my head. Oh my God. built a roof over nothing. <laughs> Yeah, that's fantastic. I never like I always loved gazebos, but I never understood them. I had a my neighbor, my best friend growing up had a gazebo in his backyard and uh I, I they were cool. They had like a fireplace yeah. in his. It was, it, it was cool. Well, it's cool, but like I, I don't know, it's just weird cuz it serves very little function if there's <laughs> not a sunny day going on. A roof over nothing. <laughs> Have you seen? There's John Mulaney has a joke about about uh, gazebo, and it, it goes like he, he's on this um, he's on this trip somewhere in like this the south, right? And he's he's and he sees that this like there is on this tour and this gazebo has a label on it and it says this was this gazebo was built in like 1874 whatever 1868 whatever and it, basically it's right in the middle of the civil war is basically when this when this gazebo was built mm-hmm. and he and he has this he's like he's like how do you think that town that town hall meeting went so yeah we have the we have the list from Gettysburg and everybody's dead but uh you know you had something he gets on he gets on stage and he goes i have something he's like how would you like to be inside and outside at the same time and he's like building this gazebo in the middle of the civil war and i think that's really funny <laughs> that honestly like being an inventor today kind of sucks because hard to have an original idea i, I would have loved to be in like the early 19th century i would have been a fucking great inventor i feel like 
Yeah, I always think if I went back in time, I'd be very selfish and just be like, I did this. You know, I'd like make something from today. I'd be like, yeah, look at this. I'm I'm great. Put no, like, like I'm saying even without knowledge of what's going on today because I don't know, my mind just works in a different way. So? And I feel like I, I would have brought that stuff to people's attention. I think it's... I don't know. I think it's just as hard today because inventing, because the thing, the thing about that is like inventing back then and today is still the same concept. Like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's still creating something out of nothing. To it's just say most so. everyone has access to all the information in the world. That's, that's fair. And yeah. so like it, it's, it, it's difficult to develop a true original idea, you know? Yeah, no, I completely understand It's always going to have, like, some inspiration drawn from something else. Like, how we've gone from planes to rockets. Like, we're we're just that's going true. levels that's up fair. from the same base. When uh, when George Lucas and Steven Spielberg came on the scene back in the 70s, 60s and 70s, um, am I talking too, too quiet? No, I think I'm good. No, nah, you're good. Um, when they came on the scene... Uh, and they're entire, they, they're part of this thing called the film school generation, which was basically this this, this first big generation of, of directors and filmmakers and everything else who went to film school because the guys before them, like Alfred Hitchcock, right? He didn't go to film school. He just made movies. Yeah. Um, so these guys were the first guys to go to film school and a lot of what they covered, especially by people outside of them, like Brian De Palma, um, they kind of asked this question in their movies, like how do you say something original if everything's already been said? Because by then there's already been 60 years plus of movies by the time they started getting into it, right? By the time they really started being able to make big budget movies um or or just budget movies yeah um so everything was kind of already been said so a lot of what they did or a good portion of what they did was how do you say something in your own way that's already been said um mm. so um that's just um, I, I, yeah. that wasn't like an answer to your question but it was just no, kind of like no, the same like, idea see, yeah it's same same story different telling yeah so yeah so what what are the other movies you saw? I saw Jojo Rabbit. Which, yeah, how which, was that? It was so great. It is. Um, I I don't know. I've been trying to figure out how to say this without sounding pretentious, but like it's very much my style, and mm. that's not me saying like I would make a movie like this because I don't think I would. It's just the type but, of style you enjoy. Yeah, it's it's so much like this is awesome. Like this is exactly what I want in this kind of movie. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, it is. There's one scene in that movie that is a uh, it's a reveal um of a story beat that you don't see happen um and it is probably one of the like it's it's one of the coolest reveals i've ever seen because it's very subtle and it's it's very much like like you see you see only part of it but you know exactly what happened oh yeah yeah um, I, I know what type of yeah yeah so it, it's really good. I read the synopsis because it came out back in like October, and actually mm-hmm. I think so. And I, I want I wanted to go see it with you, but we just yeah. didn't make it happen. Yeah. Um, and I read the synopsis, and it's about a it's about this guy, this little kid. He's ten in the movie, and he's like a Nazi fanatic because he's he's coming, he's growing up um, towards the end of World War Two. Um, mm. Okay. Because the the story ends with the Allies taking Berlin. Um, that's not a spoiler. That happens in history. Just in case you didn't know, um, <laughs> but it's not a spoiler. Uh, it happened yeah. seventy years but ago. It's, it's not the, the only part that it just tells you that's the end of the story. That's uh, anyway, growing up to, towards the end of it. But he's still like blind fanaticism, right? And that's a lot of what the movie's about. It's kind of about like this blind nationalism mm. and um, a lot of other things in that kind of realm. 
Um, but basically where this story, where this character's story takes off is he finds a Jewish girl living in his house. Oh. So he's this, he's this blind fanatic Nazi. He has like posters of Hitler up in his room. He goes to what's basically Nazi camp in the first 10 minutes of the film. And he finds this Jewish girl and is living secretly in his house. Um, and he finds out that his mom is helping her. Um, and that relationship develops and, you know, X, Y, and Z happens. It's it's really good. It's like it's funny where it needs to be funny. It is heartwarming where it needs to be heartwarming, and it leaves you with a sense of like it, it doesn't leave you with a sense of like accomplishment, but it leaves you with a sense of like this is one hundred percent like how how things should go. I like guess. I satisfaction, don't know. sort of. Yeah, that, satisfaction. That's kinda, that that's what made Endgame a good movie because it was so complimentary to sure. the rest of the. Uh, the MCU up to that point and Endgame by itself I didn't think was better than Infinity War mm-hmm. or Winter Soldier or some of the other MCU movies let alone a bunch of others but because it was such a cultural movement that's why it was so big and something like Jojo Rabbit that like it leaves you satisfying but it's by itself yeah that's what I think makes it better um yeah, there's Sam Rockwell's character in it is fantastic. His story, his character arc in general is just is that the cry. the kid, the Nazi kid? No, Sam Rockwell is um he's 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 a character named Captain K. That's what they call him. Mm. Um, and he Captain Crunch? No, uh, he he it's just it's kind of funny how he ends up around this. I don't his name, the kid's name is Jojo. That, that's not his real name, but they call him Jojo. It's his nickname. Um, and he the the way Captain K ends up always with Jojo is because he gets fired from everything he does. So like he in the beginning of the movie they're at Nazi camp, right? And he and he explains he's like, I'm why am I you know, why am I not leading my man on the front line? Why am I teaching you assholes, right? He's like, because I, I don't even remember what it was, but he basically gets demoted, so he's, this is punishment for him. And then he ends up at, like, a swimming pool, and he has to teach these other kids. Like, he just keeps getting demoted and, and, and yelled at and criticized and stuff for everything he does because he, he's a bad soldier. <laughs> so he ends up kind of, like, with JoJo. He, they just kind of keep running into each other throughout the movie. Um, and it's really funny. Uh, Re- Rebel Wilson is great in that movie as well. She Oh, I she, didn't know she was in Yeah, she's a minor character. She... <laughs> There's there's a line in that first part of the movie where where he explains the the what men have to do and what women have to do because it's a it's a co-ed Nazi camp and he goes men do all this he's like a woman's job is to have babies and then Rebel Wilson <laughs> Rebel Wilson just goes I've had 19 kids for the motherland or something like that oh my god <laughs> dude so <laughs> when I was younger the church I went to my pastor one time the there was some sermon he was going about and he said. Uh, he said basically that women's only function is to bear children, mm-hmm. and without that, they're worthless. <laughs> but hot it, take here. It, it was, <laughs> but like it, he made fun of himself for it because I I think what happened I don't remember too clearly, but I think what happened was he said something along the lines of that in a previous sermon, and then later on in a different sermon he went and was like. Yeah, so that that's why I said that one time, basically taking this text out of God's word, but then he spun it to like how it applies today. Okay. Sort of. Sure. But like the, that kind of stuck with me. Still kind <laughs> of like the not not quite right, you know. What I mean? it, like, it's it's like so the way Joe Rogan put it in one of his stand up specials, he said, uh women 
have the most important job. Mm-hmm. They make all the people. All of them. <laughs> and so it's like, why why are you complaining about like job availability or uh like gender discrimination in in work and everything when you do have equal opportunity to men like like the the uh the lower wages that type of stuff i in in that's some private companies pretty, uh, actually, yeah in private most of the time that's not true that, yeah that thing is taking the seven yeah an actual corporation can't do that yeah like that they they can't do that just based on gender but either way if you sign a contract that's a contract don't complain <laughs> later <laughs> on enough. that somebody else has a better contract than you that's like being in the nba and saying oh i, I know i'm better than him why don't i have a 60 yeah. million dollar contract like, shut the fuck up you had your contract get over it that that 70 cents on the dollar or whatever it was the way like that's one study and the way it was done was it compared the highest pay grade of, of a man in in one position and the lowest pay grade of a woman oh so my it, God. it was the maximum amount um and it was one study and people quote it all the time. It's the same thing like the anti-vax study. I don't know if you ever heard about that. Yeah, the the, every, uh, the, the anti-vax study that everyone that everyone quotes or, or cites or whatever. It was one study made by one guy back in like the eighties or nineties, and he actually lost his medical license for it. Like oh he can't. God. He was not able. He is or is was not able to practice medicine after that. After he published that. Yeah, because there there are like some vaccinations the, yeah, that um that are harmful, like uh, Gardasil. One of my sisters, she got the Gardasil uh, shot. She was in like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I was in sixth grade, and uh, I think and she ended up getting sisters. really like she she ended up developing like a heart issue from it. Oh wow! Like I, I'm not sure exactly what it was because they they were trying to figure it out for a really long time. It was just weird, but like they were they were saying like she had to take it otherwise there there'd be some sort of negative consequence from them or the government or whatever like we like we would get fined or whatever it may be but uh, they're saying we had to take the the Garso vaccine and it's fucking kids up like there's yeah. other kids that it was happening to so there there are certain vaccines that for sure but things like like chicken pox, measles, stuff like that, yeah, for the, sure the get the vaccination because yeah. it's for purpose. Like you're you're exposing your body to that so that later on you your body knows how to fight it. When I don't know what book was I reading and they talked about this, but they this guy was talking about um the the stock market crash back in oh seven or oh eight. Okay, and he explains that explains like the any system, like no matter if it's the immune system or the stock stock market, right? For our example here, when you break it down, when you destroy it, it inevitably it inevitably gets built up back strong. Like just how systems work, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you put play, like like the FDIC was put in place after the Great Depression to stop another financial collapse, which it did to an extent. Like the 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 collapse of 07 was not nearly as bad as the collapse of the great depression Mm -hmm. right but it's that same exact thing where you 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 just you hurt your immune system then it all it gets built up back stronger because it knows what it's doing yeah same thing with like like building muscle you when you're lifting weights you're tearing your muscle tissue apart and then Mm -hmm. you have to get protein and the right type of nutrients back in your body get the proper rest and then it builds back stronger 
and and same thing with like like just in life you make a mistake and you can learn from it mm-hmm. if you never make a mistake you're never going to learn anything yeah. And so it, it, it's just when people go on an extremist route towards anything that is just kind of dangerous. It yeah. brings like the far ends of the spectrum into perspective for everyone. But if you're so committed to that, like saying this is the truth, like you have to do this, that, that's where it gets more dangerous. It, that goes for like religion, uh like any sort of law or like drug policies or vaccinations, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It's there, there is a balance for everyone and you, you gotta figure that out. It's not like, usually it's not the same as someone, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like usually your balance is different than somebody else's. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you, you have, you're a totally different person. Yeah. You have (laughs) like nobody else in the world has the same sequence of experiences that you've had up until this point in your life. Just, just take that alone <laughs> and you're completely different than everyone else in the world. Yeah. And and then you dive into like your genetic makeup and it's like there, like we, we all have different fingerprints. What the <laughs> fuck? There's 7 billion of us and we all have a different fingerprint. It, it, it's like, why why are you trying to compare yourself to other people or say like oh that works for them so it has to work for me that type of thing yeah i i agree it's i don't know how to say that like better but yeah you're right 100% um so third uh, movie <laughs> i saw dunkirk oh um, how was that so this is my second time watching it kind of cuz i watched it yeah, on i haven't a, seen it i watched it on a plane um, but I fell asleep or the plane landed or something like that. So I only saw part of it. Um, that movie, I, I really want to say it got an Oscar for sound design. Um, because I'm 90% sure it did. Mm. Um, I don't know if I got any other noms, but, uh, I think I, it I, got a nomination for best picture. I think so. I don't, I'm I don't even sure. remember. I, I'm 90, like I said, I'm 90% sure of that sound design one. Um, and that, that part shows he, I think the the first half hour of that movie is um, verbally silent almost. It is there's there's noises and there's music and there's everything going on, but there's not a whole lot of dialogue. And throughout the entire movie, there's not a whole lot of dialogue. I actually kind of want to go find the script because when, when, you've seen a script, right? You have dialogue and you have action, right? Yeah. So I I would assume that like there's like pages and pages of action to like you know one or two interactions with dialogue that's kind of the route that i want to go with uh with the script that yeah i've been working on and because i i really enjoy that like a quiet place that movie was phenomenal too yeah but it 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 had you capture in the movie the entire time without any dialogue it it was just like that different type of language uncut gems is supposed to be like that supposed to capture you in the same oh yeah that's in Uh, theaters right now uncut gems is a two and a half hour movie that apparent i haven't seen it it apparently feels like it's 90 minutes long Mm. two and a half hours and 90 minutes was interesting um but dunkirk there's one scene um for the entire movie is fantastic and there's a few parts there like one of the i don't want to say twists but like um something that you notice it's not a twist something you know it's about halfway through the movie you notice that the three stages you're following or the three people you're following because there's three people and they're all doing their best to get off this dunkirk beach because uh it takes place it is a real story um 
the Germans pushed pushed people out of France, right? Mm. They occupied France. Um, and there's 400,000 men on this beach in, in a place called Dunkirk, which is a real town. Um, and they're supposed to evacuate, right? And this is before the Americans got in the war, um, which is a, a point I'll touch on in a minute. But this, this entire movie revolves around um, trying to get off this beach because you are, not only are you a sitting duck, which they establish very quickly in the movie, um, you don't have any guarantee of getting off that beach. Um, and in fact, most of that movie is built around who, and, uh, sorry, most of that movie is built off around who to leave behind and who to take with. Oh, wow. Like, like there's a line that is, that is insane. Um, he says, he, he asks him how, what do you, I don't remember what hell was brought up. What was it? He basically says that he has to get rid of wounded men because one wounded guy on a stretcher takes the place of seven standing guys. Oh Yeah. So it, there's some, it goes like, it's some pretty like life and death, like dark stuff they're dealing yeah. with. Um, so, but anyway, halfway through the movie, you realize that these three people you're following, um, they're, you're seeing their stories, not out of order, but you're seeing them with flashbacks that are not defined. So you're seeing the same story from three different perspectives and it's kind of up to you to like switch them into place. So you know what, how it happened. If that okay. makes, and it's not hard to do that, but yeah. it's not really told in like a like a very linear way, because mm. I think Chris Nolan is freaking allergic to doing it in a linear way, <laughs> um, between Inception and and Dunkirk and Memento and everything else. Um, there there's one sequence where you're you're following like this private is actually where the movie starts from, so like he's I guess he's your main character, um, and he he decides that he, from from the very beginning of the movie he knows that he cannot stay in those lines because they're like. 300 people in a line on the beach right they're waiting for boats and he from the very beginning of the movie he realizes that he cannot stay in that line and get off the, and get off the beach alive so his first thing is to try and take like a stretcher right and bring the wounded on board and he was going to try and sneak on with it basically yeah they make him get off so he tries all this other stuff um and he ends up finding this maybe 10 other guys who are heading out to um pass the perimeter and they're heading out to this boat that's probably it's no bigger than this room, right? And they and they have probably about 15 guys there when they're all there. And they explain that the reason nobody's done this before, the reason not everyone's not out there getting on the boat already is because they're outside the perimeter and the enemy could be like right there on the beach. Like they could be in the boat, really, right? Mm-hmm. So they're so not only are they in danger, but no one knows they're out there, right? Yeah. So no one's going to come and save them. Um and they get on this boat and they realize, okay, well, the tide's not in yet because it's kind of on the beach. So we have to wait for the tide. So they're un- underneath. A uh, guy comes in, turns out to be the captain. So you have like this moment of uh, tension with the captain. Um, and it's like, okay, everyone stay under the boat because we're still supposed to be hidden, right? Because the enemy is still around. It's not that much. It's only like three more hours until the, this, the tide comes in, right? And no one knows we're here, so it should be okay. And they're all like laying down on the boat. Um, I'm trying to like, trying to like stretch out a little bit, but it's not working. Okay, yeah. Um, they're all like laying down the boat and, and the shot comes through the hole of the boat, right? And no one gets hurt and they're all free. They're like, what the hell is happening? Another shot, and then another shot. So there's three shots in the boat. And they're, they kind of start freaking out. They're like, they're like, what is happening? You know, um, the bad guys are there, obviously. So this will be shooting at the boat. Like the bad guys are there. How do they know we're in here? They obviously know we're in here. How do we know they're in here? And and one of the coolest freaking things I can, I, I freaking love this. It's very simple. He, the, the main character, he points out, he look, he points at the bullets and he says, look at the pattern. They're using the boat for target practice. So they spend the next probably 
th- three hours in the movie, right? But or three hours, yeah, in the movie. But you know, twenty minutes, fifteen minutes, and on watching it, um, getting shot at. But the the guys, the Germans don't know they're in there, so nobody gets hurt. And then about that time, the tide starts coming in, so uh. the, so the water starts coming through the bullet holes. Um, and then eventually they and, and they have to start plugging the holes, and the Germans find out they're in there. Um, but that that like little, that tiny little not tiny but that story inside that movie right is i thought it was freaking phenomenal i thought it could yeah. have warned the movie by itself that like because you don't notice right you're like, you're like why like how do they know they're in here what's happening who's the mole whatever right and he goes it's target practice you're like oh shit because now they're sitting ducks right i mean they're sitting ducks before but now they're really sitting ducks you know what yeah, i mean yeah. so sitting ducks with an immediate threat <laughs> yeah so like that was really cool that, that movie's really awesome it's um I think Tom Hardy's in it. Um, it's there's some really cool I love stuff. Tom Hardy, he's cool. Yeah. Um, what, what was I? Gonna, it, it's that movie is about small victories and sacrifice. Like that. Oh uh, yeah. Um, because like high risk, low reward type thing. Yeah. Well, like there's, um, the way Tom, the way Tom Hardy's entire like storyline ends is very much a sacrifice. Um, and and there's one guy. There's a, a father and a son and a and a friend who take their boat because Dunkirk is just across the English Channel so it's not that far the, the, the movie actually starts with um with the imp, not Imperial British Navy going it's funny through, I was just yeah. watching Star Wars uh, <laughs> uh, the the British Navy is coming down the like the boat line or whatever like the yacht what, I don't know what they freaking call it the pier and they're commandeering people's boats to take the boats and go and go across the English Channel and pick mm-hmm. up their troops like that's what they're using those for. And this father, son, and friend decide that they're going to go do it for whatever reason. Um, I don't, they probably give reason. I don't really remember. Um, and he, that whole, that whole storyline is about small victories is about you just going on in the face of being like, they, 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 they pick up a soldier in the, probably the first third of the movie, the first act of the movie. Um, so there's four people on the boat and the soldier, his, uh, his boat was, hit by a u-boat i think he was sunk mm. um and he was the lone survivor and he got off dunkirk and he freaks out when when the guys tell him that they're going back to dunkirk to save more people um mm. so like that whole thing of in the face of danger and everything like that um that that movie made me think of one or maybe realize one thing very early on that movie wasn't really supposed to but it just made me realize um how many like british world war ii movies have you seen not not a lot right and I, I kind of I realized because in America, right, World War Two is a triumph, right? Yeah. We yeah. went in and we kicked some ass and we saved the world. Yeah, because we we came in last minute. Yeah, while they were already tired out, and then just yeah. In Britain, you know, in the UK, you can easily look at that as like a huge defeat. Yeah, or, because or they suffered least, so much yeah. loss. Yeah, you can look at it, or you know, at least like a, like a like a like you escaped by you know what i mean like yeah. you can look at it as something very different and like that first the first part of that movie most of that movie i would actually say is very much like we're gonna die the world is terrible everything's bad etc cetera, etc cetera. like mm-hmm. that tone which i thought was fascinating because like i can totally see how someone from england could have that perspective yeah um but it was it was really good uh, it's uh, I, f- I freaking love Chris Nolan, man. He's he's fantastic. Love that guy. <laughs> when when you first told me about Chris Nolan, I, I didn't know who he was because no. I wasn't like aware of directors sure. really. 
And at first, I thought you were just saying you loved him because his last name is Nolan. Uh, I mean, that's that's a good reason, but he makes some goddamn great movies. Yeah, um, for sure. He, he has Tenet comes out in July. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. What What's that one about? No one fucking knows. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a movie about time. Okay, that's yeah. That's all I got. I think like, I saw... Is the there's trailer a, There's out? a trailer. It, yeah. it, there's nothing in that trailer, though. Yeah, I remember like, watching no it, and I was like... The, yeah. That's why I'm asking you what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, 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 there was a leak about it a while back, but I don't I don't think it was very like uh, very detailed. But it, it's about time, and I think it's about somebody who manipulates time to 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 do business. I don't fucking know. Actually, I don't. I, I'm just talking out of my ass. <laughs> I, I, I mean, me that's wonder, all we really do. Here. <laughs> it makes me wonder if, like, in 2008, right before before Chris Nolan really hit it big. I guess he hit it big with Dark Knight. So 2009, when the trailer for Inception comes out, right? Mm-hmm. One of the biggest superhero movies of that point, right? Because when did Iron Man come out? 2009, 2010? 2008. 2008, okay. So Dark Knight definitely made more than Iron Man, right? Dark mm-hmm. Knight made a, So like one of the biggest superhero movies ever made at that point, right? What's his next project? It's this weird time bending thing. Like when you re- uh, when they released the trailer for Inception, I wonder if people were as confused as yeah, like you and maybe. I are right now. Because Probably Inception because tonight. all through Inception, you were just figuring it out <laughs> as you went along. Like, you, you didn't know anything until it happened. The other thing about Inception is that nobody has done anything like that prior to Inception. And no one's done it since. It yeah. is such a like The a closest thing is, like, like Matrix. Yeah. But that that's also, like, a totally different realm where it's, yeah. like, two different... Like like a, a simulated dimension yeah. and a real dimension. Ma- Matrix is, has very two very defined worlds. Yeah, right? and Inception is the opposite of that. Inception is they're it's cr- just like worlds within worlds yeah. within worlds. And, yeah. Um. So that makes you wonder what Tenet is. Um, yeah. And how exactly he's going to set it up? Ha- have you seen the video of him explaining Inception? No. <laughs> it's like a 90 second video and it's him in an empty room with just the camera guy he's drawing on a chalkboard and he he goes, he goes then you have this timeline but then you have this timeline he makes the loop backwards but then don't forget about this timeline he's like <laughs> drawing like lines over the board he looks like a crazy person it's freaking hilarious but it freaking works yeah because like, like, like is... how they had the time like it, time was kind of lengthened each yeah. level down that you went yeah yeah, it, it was really so it interesting. I like that movie. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for whatever he does next. He, I, I talked about it on the last podcast with Isaiah. He's um, he's looking good as a filmmaker. He is one of the most talented um, um Western filmmakers I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, speak about non-Western filmmakers though. Have you heard about Parasite at all? Parasite. Parasite is a South Korean film. Made by a guy in, who I, whose name I can't pronounce, even though it's super, it's like Boon Jong Ho or something like that. I, I pronounced it wrong, but like it's super easy to pronounce, so I'm just ignorant. Um, but it's it's pro, it's in like the race for best picture right now, um, and it is it's actually I th- I don't is I feel like I've heard about it, but I'm not sure. I don't know if Marriage Story is in the race for best picture. I don't think it is. I haven't finished it, oh. but I I saw the first like hour of it. I, I I love that movie so much. Yeah, I need to finish it. it. Is, Adam Driver it's is great. so good. Yeah, I that like movie it. is. And, great. and I'm starting to like Scarlett Johansson more than I did before. Scarlett Johansson, Jojo. 
Oh, is she? Yeah, she she plays the mom. Hmm. Um, but the the parasite is uh I haven't I, I got I haven't seen it, but if I remember correctly from the synopsis I read, it is about it's a it's about class in a society where class is very important. Um, and these guys, this entire family is like park workers or something like that. They're like the groundskeepers or something like that. Um, I don't know. Apparently, it's great. New York Times called him the. He could. She said he could be the filmmaker of the century. Um, yeah, which seems very like very. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want. Well, I want to be the filmmaker of the they, century. <laughs> they can't do that based off of one film. <laughs> He's done a lot of other shit that's fantastic though. Has he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen any of his movies, to be fair. But yeah, every, well, I mean, every we don't one get of his many movies. South Korean movies. Yeah, over here, but every single one of his movies is apparently great. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I'm gonna watch Parasite eventually, probably within the next few weeks. I'll find time to to look at it somewhere. What's it available on? I think it's on. I think it's in theater still. Actually, I know oh. it's in theater still. I don't know if it's at our theater. I um, checked earlier because um, I was gonna go see a movie with Cozy. There's a lot of good movies in right now. There's like yeah. 1917, uh, Knives Out, Uncut Gems. Where are some of the other ones? There are a few others. Uh, Rise of Skywalker is still in. I still want to see that. Uh, Jumanji 2. There's Doolittle. Which oh, I that's heard. coming out this weekend, I think, right? It's out right now. Oh, it's out right now. Oh, it's yeah. this Friday. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> I, I've not really been hearing good things about it. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. But yeah. uh, Robert Downey Jr. was just on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, I haven't listened to it, but I want Yeah, to. I, I listened to all of it the day before yesterday. Nice. And it, it, was, it was cool. It was yeah. a good conversation. It was nice to see Robert Downey Jr. and, like, like himself in an extended form because you've only seen him in interviews where it's like Too many them asking the questions yeah. about something he's doing yeah. or that like whatever movie is out and it's not like extended Joe Rogan it's nice because like it's like how we're doing you're just having a conversation it's it's like back and forth sure. and it's it's real and it was cool to to see him just like interact with somebody on a normal level yeah um People who leave major franchises, and I'm thinking mostly of Sophie Turner right now, um, mm. tend to not do good on their debut. So Sophie Turner did uh, Dark Phoenix on her debut, and that that was, whole that movie, movie that good. that wasn't her fault though. It was but just she, she should not have taken the role though. <laughs> well, she didn't know they were going to do such a shit job, <laughs> and the reason they did a shit job is because I'm pretty sure they knew they were going to be bought by Disney, and so they're no, like, they, oh, we we got to finish out this storyline that's sh- only two movies long. They did a shit job because the movies are shit. They're because yeah, not that that whole at- like. X Men First Class was decent, and then uh, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, didn't like him very much. Dark Phoenix, I can't even finish it. <laughs> I I genuine I genuinely like one hundred percent think that everybody involved in Dark Phoenix didn't give a shit at that point. I don't they, think they w- did, with the exception of Sophie or Sophie Turner. I I don't even know. I don't know who the director is. But, like, they've all been doing this thing for, like, 10 years at this point. Like, yeah. they're done. They're like, I'm done. I, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, <laughs> freaking leave me out of it. And my contract. <laughs> I'm done. So, yeah, I don't think it, they care. It, it was unfortunate. But 
the MCU is going to revamp X-Men, and I think they're going to do a much better job with it. I, I assume they will. I'm, I see X-Men as like a, like a every like third year kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be interesting seeing like, like four or five years from now, how many Marvel releases are going to be coming out each year between movies and shows. Yeah, I was say, did you hear that Hawkeye got, got delayed? Yeah, oh, I, it, I heard it got canceled. Um, I it was put on indefinite hiatus. Okay, so canceled. They, they didn't even have a release it, yeah, time for it. Yet, well, it wasn't. But. It's not official either. Last time I checked, it's yeah, inter- it's an internal thing. Because they oh, cause, okay. probably because they didn't have a release date, probably they didn't release. Really, yeah. Um, but I I don't know why they did it, but apparently it's not it's not related to uh, Jeremy Leonard's allegations recently. What did he say? Um, he has his wife or ex-wife accused him of being just a terrible person. Um, oh. and like beating his or beating her and beating her like once and then just being like abusive verbally and 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 mentally and emotionally and all that stuff. Um, Interesting. Yeah, the sad part is that she has text to prove it too, at least part of it, um, which sucks because I like Jeremy Renner. I think he's a good guy, but um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I like him too. Um, I, I I like his portrayals. Hawkeye. I actually rewatched Avengers yesterday, okay. and honestly, I I like that. I like that one better than Age of Ultron and Endgame. Really, because. Um, it's kind of a toss-up between that and Infinity War for the different Avengers movies, but that one, I think it it did so well because, like with Iron Man, it just had really good uh, organic like punchlines and comedy in it, yeah, and and like everything seemed to fit. The other ones, it seemed like kind of forced. It's not on the same level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it did. It didn't feel as like connective sort of i don't know but yeah it i don't know um when you finish marriage story i would go and check out the laundromat it's not at all related but they're both like indie films that are fantastic so is the laundromat about money laundry yeah it's on netflix too yeah do you Um, see uh ozark with uh jason bateman no i've meant to though season three is coming out soon i've seen the first episode or two it was pretty good apparently it's good right yeah i yeah i'll I'll go watch it at some point i'm watching mr robot right now even though i'm not technically watching it (laughs) i've been on like episode (laughs) season three episode two for like a week and a half now um, (laughs) that's how i feel with a lot of different stuff it's good though mr robot's still great it's um that there's a twist in season two that's that comes about right before the halfway point that does it doesn't change a single thing in the story but it changes the way you look at the at the story. Oh, I like that. Um, and it, it is really freaking cool. Um, I think that that twist in season two is genius. Um, it, it's a cool show. It's it's so plot heavy though. It's like <laughs> like I feel like if, I feel like if I watch that show and I blink, I'm like lost for like the next ten minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it like yeah. every single thing has like has like contributed. It matters. To it. Yeah, <laughs> everything matters. I feel um, it, yeah. But it's still cool. There's and that show is fantastic at creating tension. Like it is like it can it can create tension so quickly. Like they're so good at it at this point. It's it's really cool. <laughs> um but you, Rami Malik is gonna play uh the bad guy in No Time to Die, which I'm excited for as well. No Time to Die. It's is... the new James Bond. 
Oh, yeah. really? Yes. Interesting. I mean, it, it'll be odd seeing him as a as a villain because he, he's just yeah. he's kind of a lovable dude. You think he's lovable? I, I don't know. A, I, I kind of like think him. he's lovable. I think he's a great actor. Though. I think he's. I think he'll kill it. Yeah, um, he, he just has like a kind face. Nah. I don't know. He has like he has like fish eyes. <laughs> yeah, but like innocent, innocent. I don't, I'd, you, I'd how, how much have you seen in Mr. Robot? Because he's he's pretty None. like okay. In Mr. Robot, he's pretty like he's depressed in Mr. Robot. Like that's a big part okay. of like the show, um, as well as schizophrenic. So and uh, is that a it happens like the first episode? Fuck off! It might be a spoiler, but um, <laughs> but like it uh, he, he's very he's very much like a broken person in that show. Yeah. So I don't really see him as like lovable, but I can I don't know maybe. Makes sense. Uh, in in Doctor No, he's like half his face is scarred, so he's oh or not Doctor No shit. <laughs> no time to die. People think he's Doctor No, but I don't, know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. He's an old Bond villain, but I'm really excited for for No Time to Die. Like that's probably like one of my that's probably one of the ones I'm looking forward to most in the first part of this year. When does that come out? I want to say April, but I don't know if they've given a date yet. Billie Eilish is doing the yeah. uh, theme song. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Have you seen the? There's a there's a Jimmy Fallon interview with with Billy Eilish. Eilish, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, like the other day, or no, no, it wasn't with it wasn't with her. It was with Selena Gomez because Selena Gomez just had like a new album come out. Oh yeah, right. Um, and and Jimmy Fallon's like talking to her, and he goes, "Do you know that you know Bill, Billy Billy Eilish? Uh, she she liked you so much because she was she was only like 19, right? So she was watching the same shows we were when we were growing up, and she's like." The the song from Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, I actually saw that. Yeah, yeah. that freaking hilarious. Yeah, dude, I (laughs) thought that the first time I heard. I never uh, made the connection. Well, the first time I heard, I was like, Wizards, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's emo now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought they were revamping the show, but maybe a little darker. Uh, No, I like Billy Eilish though. She's fine. She's cool. Yeah, she. Uh, she's her song cool. "I Wish You Were Gay" is actually like really awesome, even though it's, I haven't heard it. It's like a ballad, but it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's very straightforward. But no, she's fine. She's cool. There's um, a lot of a lot of music release last night and today. Yeah, you want to talk about that? You probably know more about that than I do. I was I saw People. that I didn't sleep last night, right? I had like a terrible sleep cycle, so I was like on my phone. I was like, wait, what? Because he was trending at like one in the morning. <laughs> Mac uh, Miller or uh, Eminem. Eminem, yeah, yeah, because yeah, like, Eminem's was a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Mac Miller, he released Good News like a week or two ago, and fucking love that track. I was yeah. like, and, and then they said he was dropping circle, or they were dropping circles from him uh, today, and I was like, oh, this is just one track off the album. I can't wait to hear the rest of it. And I've had that album on repeat. Like really? I've listened to it maybe four or five times. Uh, yeah, probably four or five times through. And dropped at nine p.m. last night. <laughs> so have you listened I, to Eminem's album at all? I listened to the first like song or two, but I'm really gonna have to sit down for that one. It's like it's a pretty good album. It's a pretty good. Not sorry, not good album. It, I don't know if it's a good album. I have only listened about half of it. <laughs> but um, it, it's uh, it's pretty like good length. Like it's like twenty. Yeah, songs, yeah, it's, it, a while. it's pretty long. And then uh. uh Revenge of the Dreamers 3 Deluxe dropped yeah. last night. So 12 new tracks. It, it, yeah. You you know my favorite song, 1993. <laughs> the, we got more on top of that. Uh, it Big Black Truck from from Jid. I really like that one. Let me look at some of the others. Uh-huh. But Circles by Mac Miller. Guys, please, please go listen to it. It's so good. Oh, and, and if you if you were a fan... 
of Mac Miller or if you are a fan of him, it's just it, it's going to hit home. Okay. It really is. Um the the album that dropped not album playlist that dropped for me that was really cool was the uh Birds of Prey and the fan fabulous emancipation of harley quinn i think is what the movie's called yeah that album dropped that's really cool I'm, that movie oh, looks the awesome soundtrack for it yeah that movie looks awesome i'm really i'm really hyped for that mm. i freaking margot robbie is literally one of my favorite actresses i think she's fantastic yeah, I love every her. single thing i watch bombshell she's in bombshell and she's fantastic in fucking everything she does dude i i think she just had one of the best kind of early pieces to her career well, by well, showing her tits piece. on wolf of wall street yeah. that was a very good move for her because <laughs> it just set her up from su- for success yeah. from there on and she said she's not gonna uh go nude on a film again Aww. which is unfortunate yeah. however we still have that in the archives um <laughs> was that her? that wasn't her first that couldn't have been her first film not her first film no, but like definitely that, her that first was what kind of helped put her on the map i feel yeah I that think. must have been her first big one yeah um she's, and then Big Black Truck and Out of Pocket from uh, from Revenge of the Dreamers Deluxe, is, they're just mm, mm, Out of Pocket is really good. Yeah. yeah, but but yeah, Margot Robbie, I really appreciate that gal. She was in um, I saw I saw Bombshell I think like a few days after Christmas, um, which is I don't know if you know what that is. Um, I I've heard of it. Yeah, so she she's in that. She's one of the main characters in that, and she's really good in that. She and Charlize Theron. Who oh, Charlize, she, have you seen Long Shot? Yeah, her and yeah. I love I saw that movie. Theater. Really, that's cool. I, I that's enjoyed fine. it. Like it, when he when he comes on his beard. Oh and my stuff. god! Yeah. yeah, that was the best part. No, <laughs> <laughs> I I thought it was just really well done, and like Seth Rogen is phenomenal writer Seth Rogen's like the dirty Adam Sandler yeah (laughs) dirtier Adam Sandler he just makes his own movies (laughs) he's a stoner Adam Sandler and uh Charlize Theron she she's just really good I yeah I think her name's dumb um (laughs) but like in the movie or her actual name her actual Charlize is a stupid name (laughs) but uh yeah she's a good actress so she's growing on me I guess uh I've only seen her in two things which is long shot and bombshell but um Mm. no she's that bombshell's fantastic bombshell's fucking is that uh, about like spy type stuff or no what what was bombshell bombshell is um it's about fox news and they're this guy who's running fox news named roger roger ailes and it's about sexual assault allegations um and it's well interesting yeah i want to say that margot robbie is in her underwear but she's in her underwear in like a really bad light so it's not Mm. really it's not really fun to see (laughs) (laughs) the what was that movie with margot and uh will smith not not suicide oh i know which one you're talking about yeah it was a stupid spy movie because will smith only does stupid movies god damn it (laughs) have i ever gone into that on this podcast how (laughs) will smith makes terrible movies okay fucking will smith is an a-list actor (laughs) he's an a-list actor right he's like He's one, star in the world. he's one of the biggest actors on in Hollywood. He's definitely one of the biggest African American actors, right? He is he he makes terrible movies like in like the past like seven years or something. Like none of his movies have been above sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. He works with directors who like he works with no big night. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Leonardo DiCaprio is like on the same like he's on the same level as far as you know Hollywood stardom goes, right? He's a little bit 
more he's like a plus list okay and will you smith is say. like a yeah okay so like okay i don't know who who else is uh i don't know who else is the fucking who's an a who's an a-lister i don't know like but, but the, the point i'm gonna make is yeah. that whatever whoever you compare him to if you're on the same level they have work with directors like scorsese and nolan and um maybe edgar wright i don't know i love edgar wright but like you, these other guys right um, Sam Mendes for because he's doing nineteen seventeen. These other guys, right? These fantastic directors, um, who I mean, they, they, maybe they don't work with them a whole lot, but like they've worked with those guys before. Like they've done some awesome stuff before. Yeah. Will Smith is on the same level, and he has worked with none of those guys because he makes movies that are terrible, and I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Boys for Life is, is making money though, so fuck do I know? I think. I think 2000 to 2010 Will Smith was a lot better what, than the last decade. Like he, he, he had some good movies in there. Um, I recently started watching Seven Pounds. Oh, even Aladdin. Even Aladdin wasn't that good. Will Smith was in it. It was decent. I I thought he did a much better job than than people expected him to, though, because people were like, "Oh, Will Smith, he's." Blue. And yeah. To be it's fair, to, not Robin yeah. Williams. Yeah, exactly. So to be fair, he he his he was being compared to Robin Williams. Like to be fair. Yeah, like Jakira, also, she didn't want to watch terrible. it. She didn't want to watch Aladdin because she didn't want to be disappointed by yeah. not having Plus, Robin Williams. Like yeah, and we watched it a few days ago, and she okay. was like, "Oh, I actually enjoyed that." Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, anyway, I didn't Will think Smith's it was bad. Done. I I actually kind of enjoyed it. Disagree. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but just because like I like I don't you, think you Will Smith seen makes it. Movies. No, I haven't. D- just but watch my, it. It's my, not. It's not like. My like point is that Will Smith. Smith is bad at movies. Is my point. Like, it wasn't that like that like Aladdin is a good movie or a bad movie. It was that Will Smith is bad at making movies. Okay. Also, let, let, let's take a second though. Will Smith has done a lot of bad movies. He's not necessarily bad at movies. Though. Like, <laughs> like he he's a pretty good actor. Like, have what, you seen? Have you made? seen just this one scene from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air where he's talking about? Is that have you seen that? I've have not seen enough French, Fresh Prince of Bel Air to no. Okay, real quick, we're we're gonna have to. You want to pause it real fast? Pause it so I can show the scene to Nolan. Oh my god! I Will Smith from like twenty years ago. That was um, I was pretty like I don't know what's the word uh, serious for a sitcom. Yeah, well, and, and that's one thing like it, it shows his his actual sure. like acting ability. I feel like you so know. Th- like the last eight years he's been slacking off. <laughs> I don't know. It, I just nine years. I don't think he's found the right stuff for him. Like like you said, he hasn't been working with big time directors or I don't anything know. I, I think my, my point was that they don't want him <laughs> not mm. that he like I mean and maybe he doesn't want them either right yeah but like I don't think he is the kind of person to go and do a hard hitting drama anymore yeah not that that was drama um, but like do you see you know. Collateral Beauty no what the hell was that one that that was him uh, when he like his his daughter died I think and he okay. just kind of like shut down but that that movie was pretty was good i think that was like 2014 okay it, it was in the last like 
seven yeah. years or I, less. I, yes, I think it. Yeah, I've heard of it. I don't, yeah, I haven't looked into it. That that one wasn't bad. And then Pursuit of Happiness is one of my my favorite stories. I enjoyed that film. That one's recent too, actually, isn't it? That was that was like early two thousands because uh, okay. Jay and uh, Jay and his son played his actual son in the movie, and uh-huh. he was like three or four or five at the time, maybe. Yeah, he was really little. And Jane's like 21, 22 now. Jane's, Jane's a whole nother issue. He, he's interesting. He's a I, got, I got to see him. <laughs> oh, he is. I got to see him. I, I was like 45 feet from him at a concert. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was pretty cool. I like him. Um, yeah, he, he's interesting, though. He definitely grew up in Hollywood. <laughs> I like Willow, though. Money in Hollywood. Willow is beautiful no i don't think i have a picture of willow in my head but i i like her I, I also like um clean dreadlocks like that you know have you have you seen any of the bad boys bad boys Larry, bad boys too no not all no. the way through okay bad boys forever is out now bad boys for life yeah or for life yeah for life yeah it made like it's not a bad movie Actually, that's not. I don't know if that's true or not. It's making money, so I don't know if it's a. I, I think that might be like a like a Hobbs and Shaw making money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what well, I mean. You know what came out like this came out a few hours ago. The guy who wrote Bad Boys for Life, like the screenwriter, he has he's like National Treasure Three is happening, and I'm gonna write it. So. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm wondering because like such a national treasure. <laughs> watching the trailer for that movie it actually didn't look bad. Like bad it, Boys it, for Life. Yeah, no, I thought it, it looked terrible. It, <laughs> it didn't look as bad as Hobbs and Shaw type thing, where it was they're just banking on the banter between The Rock and Jason Statham. I, I feel like this will be better because it's more like, I would like it's a different type of comedy. Yeah, 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 that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, there's one joke in that in that trailer that I thought was actually really funny. It was when when the car like something like something hits the car and like the car is destroyed or whatever, and he gets out of the car and suddenly his phone rings and he and he goes, "It's my wife. How does she know? How does she always know?" Like the car is like broken in the background. It's really funny. <laughs> I, I thought that was good, but like, yeah. I I've seen the opening scene for Bad Boys Two where there, there's that whole like. Ku Klux Klan drug smuggling whatever thing have you seen that no, I haven't seen it yeah, man. <laughs> you just don't like Will Smith nope. <laughs> there, there's some stuff that I enjoyed from him but I I can see your your take on that for sure he is never mind he's <laughs> oh, oh never mind um, <laughs> hey the, you can bash no, anybody I, you want no here. I don't because I don't want to say that because um, <laughs> it's not nice um i i don't like i see i'm not here's the thing i'm not racist though <laughs> it's not because he's so here's it, the thing it's not i'm not racist it's not because he's but the guy the guy who does who did get out um great actor i think he's awesome oh uh the the main character in yeah, get out yeah i don't even i don't even know how to pronounce his name the girl from uh from queen slim haven't seen queen slim but she was in something else i watched recently um, and she's good too. Earth Gang has a song on the soundtrack uh, for that. For Queen Slim. Oh, it's really? called Collide. It's it's pretty nice. It's I, them and Tiana Major. I didn't see Queen Slim. Uh, it was Me like either. a sixty percent of Rotten Tomatoes, which sucks because I mm-hmm. really want that movie to be really good. 
Yeah, that, um, who made that one? Was that Jordan Peele again or no? No, it wasn't Jordan I didn't Peele. think so. It, it may have been produced by Jordan Peele, though. Jordan yeah, Peele I think he was usually, involved somehow. Yeah, Jordan Peele is very much into, like, African-American empowerment and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe that's not the right term, but, like, he's, but he's, like, he's like if it's, like, about, like... Because that movie, again, haven't seen it, but, like, that movie, like, looks like a, it's a lot about race, you know? Yeah, it, um, it's supposed to be the black Bonnie and Clyde. Um, Th- Thelma and Louise. Velma and Louise. Velma and Louise is the one where they they go on a road trip away from the cops because they killed the guy. Oh, okay. Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde is uh, they don't do that. Okay, never mind. And Banks and stuff. Yeah, different thing. Yeah, no. Velma and Louise. There's two women um, kill a guy who is trying to sexually attack her, and then they, oh. they end up on the run from all the police. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The black Velma and Louise. But yeah, no, you're right. Um, and it like Velma and Louise is a great great movie. Looks cool. I haven't um, seen it. It's between Slim, I guess, which was, was not that, or maybe it wasn't different enough, or whatever. But um, you know, Jordan Peele's very much into that kind of stuff. He's like African Americans go, yeah, well, who? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's doing okay. what's his next movie? He did us, but he he already talked about his next movie that he's doing. I yeah, I was. I can't remember. Um, I I have a question for you because mm. we're talking about race. Um, and we always talk about Watchmen because it's the best show of twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um, did you hear they're not doing another one? Yes, yeah, I saw yeah. your tweet yeah. earlier. Which sucks. Um, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But... I, it, I understand. Yeah. It really sucks, though, because I would love to see more of that. Yeah, that that entire universe, the, there's just so much to unpack. Although, it was pretty centered because it was mainly around, like, these few characters. So, it, it was, like... Uh, Angela, and then Doctor Manhattan, and then the one scientist dude. What what's his name? The Adrian Voigt. Yeah, Adrian. Adrian Um, Yeah. It's mainly around them, and then uh, Miss Wu. So so oh um Lady Lady True. Lady True. Stupid. I said Miss Wu. (laughs) Uh, But it was mainly centered around like those. Four and to be fair, Lady True isn't coming. Re- she doesn't really come into play until like the last three episodes. Yeah, like she's yeah. she's very much kind of like on the outskirts for most of that. Um, but no, I honestly, I'm really like if HBO keeps to their word and they're like we're not going to pursue another season with anybody else, like, that'd be really impressive because that movie or not movie that show was insane. Um, yeah, and it was it got a lot of hits. Um, yeah, and deal, they they so. have a lot to work with, but they did tell. A whole story. Yeah. So I, I that's what I'm saying. It's like the, the the door is so wide open for them. Like mm-hmm. that's a that's a tremendous amount of restraint if they don't do something yeah, like that. Yeah, right? for sure. So like good for them. Um great for Damien, um, for like being okay with that. Um any any upcoming series that you're looking forward to? I don't think there are. Westworld comes back soon. I don't really like Westworld, but that happens. <laughs> I'll probably, I'll probably was, watch it. I've seen like part of one episode. <sighs> it's season one's fine. Season three, two is a fucking clusterfuck. Maybe has Aaron better. Paul been in it since Aaron, season no, one? No, Aaron Paul is new to season three. He but, is okay. The, there is something that happened that's really cool. The, the newest trailer for season three is a timeline because the show takes place in the future, um, obviously. There's a timeline of, of everything that's happened, and it starts in 2019 or 2017 or something like that. And mm-hmm. you know, 2019, it talks about the um, like the Hong Kong riots, and it's like unrest in Hong Kong. 2020, U.S. president is impeached, and then it keeps going. And, it, and then eventually, when it gets into the future, it talks about all these like other like um, all these other events that are that we have that haven't happened, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember what they are off the top of my head, but um, 
basically the idea because the season the way season two ended um it it brings you to the idea that after like season three is going to take place outside the park is kind of what it brings up and the trailers show that too i think the first trailer was aaron paul um looking over a giant city um so if they can build the world right i'm sure it'll be okay um but it's interesting because it is it's such a meticulously crafted world right if this show goes on for six seasons right and it keeps growing ideally um in scope at least it could be really cool to see the transition yeah from because because although that park is absolutely massive in the in the show um the world is also massive <laughs> so uh and and whatever they end up doing it takes place in like the 2040s or 2050s it looks like because mm. we ha- we haven't gotten confirmation of that until that trailer yeah um, and we didn't even really get confirmation we just kind of got a timeline of what has happened Mm. Um, I so. I like that. Um, something Robert Downey Jr. said on on Joe Rogan Experience. He said the Russo brothers, for example, like to write themselves into a corner, kind of how they did with like uh, Professor Hulk in Endgame. How it was like once they do that, they can't go back. Yeah. So they had to figure out a way to make it work. And I I like that with any sort of writing where you kind of pin yourself into a corner and then have to figure a way out. Because then you're going to come up with a solution that isn't premeditated. It's like you, you have to look over each detail along your way yeah. out. I think you have to be careful when you do that. Like, I'm sure that works for some people. Mm-hmm. Um I, I can I tell a story. This is a story yeah. about, about this thing. So, um, my I had an English class, and my professor was friends with authors and stuff because he was an author himself. And he's telling us he tells a story of an author friend of his who writes like this big action novel franchise, like a series. And his hero is like this super secret agent, um, special X, you know, kind of thing, right? So he can do all this stuff. And there's a scene that he wrote or a, a part of the book where he wrote where he's running down the mountain from the guys, from the bad guys. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a big bad guy force up here and they're chasing him and there's, and there's just him down here and all he has is a pistol. Um, so he can't fight him and they're shooting at him and there's a shot that goes into his leg. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so he's right. He's like halfway down this mountain and he can't move his leg. That's shot. So the author is asking, he's like, okay, well what I wrote myself into a corner. What do I do? Right. And, and the, I don't remember how it came up, but the idea came up. He's like, have your character take his pistol, put his pistol onto his leg and shoot the bullet out like, like, like a pool ball. (laughs) And he said, and and he said, that's a great idea. Like, let's do it. Right. And he, and he ended up having, he like, he went to like a doctor or whoever and asked like, is this even possible? He's like, of course not, because that's not how bullets work. Yeah. When when bullets enter you, they, they kind of, they explode kind of. Yeah. So they go into fragments. Right. Um, he's like, he's like, oh, well, I can't do it. He's like, well, no, you could, to- you could totally do it because it's awesome and it's fiction and like, like you have to suspend your disbelief, right? But I, I just thought that was funny. It was just like, let's well, so we're gonna shoot the bullet out with another yeah. bullet. Yeah, I'm thinking um, that, and I'm like, bullet here. Yeah. Bullet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like it, it was kind of it was that's what he was talking about. Was he's like, write yourself into a corner and um and then and then find your way out of the corner. Which, yeah, that's interesting. Tech, I, I'm not technically. I can't do that personally. I when I, I think write I my could. Stories, do, I think that's where I would specialize because really? that's where my my brain would like be able to just go. When when I write like especially like my uh, my drama dram, drama dramatic stories, um, 
I, I have to like map everything out because I want it to be like very like straightforward. Well, not straightforward, but I want it to yeah, be like, very see, much. Yeah, see, I can I'm see exactly opposite. what's happening. Um, but yeah, no. Anyway, I I thought that was a really funny story. This is just shoot the bullet out. But, um, I don't know if there's any more series out right now or coming out soon. It'd be really quick to talk about them towards the end of this podcast. But um, I. Don't know. Let me check real quick. Rebel Wilson weight loss. What? No. What? Oh, I don't have reception in your room. Whoops. Diary of a Do you want president. to connect to my Wi-Fi? Um, no, it's all good. It's. No I'm sure it's cool. pretty good Wi-Fi. I'm sure it's all good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's other shows coming out. Oh, um, Outlander. Well, the Stephen King book is out on HBO. Mm. Um, that I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, it looks interesting enough. I don't know if I'll give it a shot. Um, I'm watching Brockmire, which is an IFC show. Which is What's stuff. IFC? IFC are the guys who do like documentary now and the Eric Andre show. Oh, okay. Um, I think the Eric Andre show. Brockmire is about a baseball announcer. Um, who's like an ML, MLB baseball announcer and he um, gets drunk and he falls from grace basically um, and Brock, the show is about him coming back to baseball and you know trying to reclaim his throne and it's it's a comedy it's pretty funny but it's, there's a lot of like drinking involved and stuff because um, he's an alcoholic and it's it's funny <laughs> it's whatever um, freaking oh, what's the, there's a my somebody William Martins or something like there's a black kid in it who um is really freaking funny I, I I probably forget his name but um he's I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about he was he was on Lab Rats if you, the Disney XD show oh I know yeah, yeah I used to love that show yeah that show was cool <laughs> yeah um, there there were actually some good Disney shows back in the day yeah there were some good Disney shows back in the day like Wizards of Waverly Place I I didn't even know it was only three seasons it's only three seasons apparently apparently it felt like so long yeah it felt like years (laughs) yeah I thought it was like six seven years long yeah that's funny. I I saw something just like less than a week ago saying it was three I I think it was uh something to do with the Jimmy Fallon interview. But it said it was only three seasons long. And I was oh, like, what tough. the f- they're, they're lying. Like, <laughs> I'm going to look that up right now because I still feel like it's a lie. Yeah. No. Um, that, no, it seems longer. But, yeah. I don't know. Um, do you want to talk about the end of The Mandalorian at all? Um, or not the end of it. Do you want to talk about it at all? Did uh, you finish it? No, I didn't. But I was thinking you might want to talk about um, it. You got a chance to. It was interesting. It, it was it was kind of a cool story and it was nice to see that whole setup and see that there, do you care if I spoil? Kind of. Um, can I, can I ask you questions that just, yeah, yeah, that's better. Does it, does it leave like, does it leave an open door for season two? Like, do you know where season two will happen? You know know what will happen or you know know where it's going to happen, but you know, like anything's going to happen in season two. Okay. Um, Um, but there, there, there is a little, uh, little precursor okay. right at the end of it um how, how many episodes is it like eight episodes or nine episodes eight it's eight okay so i'm only yeah. like, i'm only two episodes away so yeah i'm seven uh, or eight i think um 
Yeah, it. Once you finish it, you'll know what I mean by that. But it's for sure like kind of. Do you do you think do you think that Disney Plus is your clusterfuck right now? Like, um, I just don't think they have enough anything, (laughs) enough good new things. Because like their new stuff consists of the Mandalorian, which a lot of people enjoyed, but like after uh, episode eight came out. That a man- bunch of people unsubscribed. Yeah, Ma- Mandalorian probably it probably takes a day and a half to finish, if that. Yeah, because it's only it's only eight episodes and they're only about forty five minutes each. Yeah, so. and it, it's that was the main draw to Disney Plus. I feel yeah. like that. So the, the one on the one side, there's okay, you're gonna have the entire Disney archive available for seven bucks a month. The other was you have this new show, The Mandalorian. And then there wasn't really anything other well, than that. I, I've come to realize that I never desired having the entire Disney library. At yeah, my like I, I that was did, never something I wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of did, but it, it leaves out the excitement of like, like if you find an old uh, DVD or VHS of a oh, Disney sure. animated film that you used to love, and then you're yeah. like, oh, I get to rewatch this. <laughs> it's like now that you have everything at your fingertips, it doesn't matter as much. <laughs> that that's kind of how it feels. It, like the uh the discovery portion wears off, I guess, or Yeah, yeah. The excitement wears the, off. Yeah, the excitement like the build up yeah. like like when when you're waiting and waiting and waiting for a movie to come out and then you finally yeah. get to go see it on opening night. That type of feeling. It's it's not there anymore. Or yeah. like when we were kids and we had to just wait all day, like no on demand, no no guide, nothing. We just had to wait watching this channel. We know what <laughs> what shows are on it, but we don't know when they're gonna be on. But then yeah. like you're watching Disney Channel and and it says uh, Wizards of Waverly Place coming up next, and it's like wow, da 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 da. Oh no, <laughs> you freak way, out so I, much. I just looked at. Looked it up and apparently it was four seasons. Titties. Do you do you don't play guitar? Do you? I a little bit. I took guitar like beginning guitar class my sophomore year, and I got okay at the basics, but I haven't played much since then. So I'm trying to relearn it. I took yeah. uh I took guitar lessons when I was a kid, but uh did you, not learn a whole lot did you not like it or um this is gonna sound weird but it was like the, the reason i kept going i didn't realize this at the time but it, it was just so i had someone to talk to i didn't have any friends when i was a kid oh so i was yeah. a, little, a little bit depressed you know so like, he was the kind of guy i got to talk to and hang out with for like an hour a week which was fun for me uh yeah i that's kind of how it was lot. for me but with like my pastors at sure. my church <laughs> yeah no i didn't <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I I took piano in like third to sixth grade, something like that. But it was because my mom made me. Did you, so you didn't like it? Well, like at first I was like, oh, cool, I'll get yeah. to learn an instrument. Yeah, yeah. And then then I went in, and after a couple lessons, which my my teacher, Mrs. Odell, I love her, amazing person. But because I was forced to do it after I asked my mom to stop, mm. I didn't like it. Yeah. It's like, 
like my parents were like, "Are oh, you committed to this? You you gotta finish it out." And it's like, "No, you committed me to this. <laughs> you finish it out." <laughs> it's like I don't know. It was it was that way. They they tried to put that mentality on us for sports and for like like any sort of commitment at all. But then they got upset with us if we tried to follow through with the commitment and it took away from them trying to hit us with a last minute chore or something. Mm. And it's like. What do you want? <laughs> I don't know. It never made sense. They're very like uh, short-sighted. Yeah, it, it, it's like I can't do all of this. You're not even doing half of it, <laughs> so you can fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, it. I took piano and guitar my sophomore year though, and I enjoyed it a lot more at that time. And yeah, right now, I'm going back through my piano lesson book. Um, try and relearn it because I'd like to start making music. Yeah, learning piano would be fucking dope, dude. Yeah, because with <laughs> that, like, I can plug in any instrument on uh on Pro Tools or uh Pro Tools. FL Studio, and then I can use the keys to to sure. play every different instrument. So that would be nice. That would be awesome. Um. You can cut this because it probably isn't important. Did you, did you look at that script I sent you by chance? That's okay. Was, Wh- which one? The one uh, about like the scientist guys. I sent it to you like two or three days ago. I don't think so. That's okay. I'll send it to you again. I'm not sure if I saw it. Um, uh, here, I'll check for it right now. It's not really important. It's just uh, it's a new country history that um, I got from that from the other thing I talked about. I don't know. But you know, I if I can go back in time, I'd do the uh, I do the piano thing. No doubt. Yeah, because like guitar is cool, but like I think piano is actually cooler. <laughs> yeah, well, piano is just so I, I don't know. Piano is different. I got like I don't, you, did you ever see Rocket Man? Yeah. No, I want to see it. By the way, Taron Egerton got snubbed at the Oscars. <laughs> um, he didn't get Rocket Man. Didn't get any a nomination. He didn't get any nomination, um, even though. He was fantastic in it, but uh, after Rocketman, I really wanted to learn piano. Um, I was a little, I did a little bit, but I didn't really get really into it. So. Yeah, did, did you flaw. like it better than Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's also um, tonally different, and I like the tone a lot more, which is why I like the movie a lot more. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody is very compared to Rocketman. Bohemian Rhapsody is very much like a documentary. Yeah, um, I, I got e- that. Type e- of even though it's not like Bohemian Rhapsody is not a documentary, but uh, but it's like it's like a biopic at best. Um, but 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 like Rocket Man in comparison is makes it look like a documentary because Rocket Man is so it's so theatrically and cinematically endowed um, that it, it's it like it's very grand in places as mm-hmm. like cinema is. Um, so they have like these these big set pieces at points. Um, and it's it's really fantastic. So, yeah, I uh, I really like Taron Egerton. Um, everything like almost everything he does, he's fantastic. Him. Yeah, and, and he, I haven't seen him in a whole lot. Like, was he been Kingsman? The was Kingsman one and two. Yeah, he was in Robin Hood. Robin Hood, that was good. Yeah, uh, Bohem or not Bohemian, <laughs> like Rocketman. <laughs> Rocketman. Um, well, was- those were his big ones. Yeah, he's, he's done some other stuff, else. but uh, no, he he came on like Kingsman was his first one because yeah, you have to realize that before Kingsman was Kingsman, it was not a big deal. Like it was another spy movie. Yeah, um, yeah, which 
and Kingsman came out like a year after Skyfall, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it was very much like wait, Skyfall know. or Spectre? Skyfall. Skyfall. How long ago was that? 2013, 2014? 2013, 2014. Yeah. Mm. I really gotta pee. I'll be right back. Oh, no way. Huh. I, I tap it on this and it shows up on the thing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Um, we could probably start wrapping up soon. About 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, what were we Wait. talking about? Terry Egerton? Uh, yeah, and, uh, and Kingsman. Uh, do you uh, see? It's not gonna have Taron Egerton in it, gentleman, but not uh, gentleman. The Kingsman, which is gonna tell the yeah. story of the guy who, um, the the guy who like got shot in the head in the first one. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be telling the story of him, and then. Oh, did you, not, did you not see the second Kingsman? No, I did. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because he's, yeah, he's alive. Yeah. In the second one. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. It's on the fucking post, like the like the very yeah, first poster for, for Kingsman Two was his glasses and the words the the circumstances of my death have been greatly exaggerated or something like very like it was yeah. very like Kingsman esque like it's not a spoiler fucking. yeah it was it was interesting to see like how they explained what happened to him and how he was saved and I everything I, I don't really it, like Kingsman Two I, I, I just remember him being in that room like drawing butterflies or yeah, something that, that was him the entire movie yeah Kingsman 2 was goddamn like Kingsman 2 was like almost a cash like he was that close to being like yeah what the it was fuck close but it was still pretty decent it was okay it was, I, Kingsman I like 1 the was fantastic one, yeah Kingsman 1 is just is such an awesome movie yeah um it's really cool and <laughs> the church scene is great yeah holy crap um, there, there's nothing like that church scene no there isn't because i i have to imagine it was almost impossible to shoot so i can't like yeah because it like a lot of it was continuous shots it was stuff almost and, like, all, all con- yeah it was almost all continuous shots and it was it was all synced to music too i probably yeah. quickly, which probably isn't the hard part but dude still. i um that's one of my favorite things is syncing uh, Baby driver, my man. Yeah, sinking cinematics with the with the music. Ha- have you ever seen Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, yeah. The, the scene where they're in the bar and like they're hitting the zombie with the pool sticks to the beat of the Queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I remember like laughing so hard when I saw that. that was great. Goddamn. Yeah, well, it's Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and the uh, the the world's end or end, oh, end of the world at, or something. Like at that. world or not at world? Yeah, end. that's fire. The world's end, I think, is what it's called. Because it's the name. End of the, of the world, or yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's it was the. It is, was, is that the one where they're pub hopping? Yeah, yeah. That one's actually my favorite of the three. Actually, I, 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 think I, I haven't seen that hilarious. one. That that one, um, I don't know. 
the ending of that movie is funny because it is um I don't know how to say this without like get without because it doesn't end in a fight I guess is, is, is kind of what makes it funny um which is okay. really good but that one's worth a watch because it's fucking just a crazy a crazy ride <laughs> have you seen this is the end the like Hollywood apocalypse uh, it, it's like Seth I've Rogen part of it maybe I don't know that one was pretty funny I enjoyed it um, that one's one with that's just Seth Rogen and his friends fucking around for a while. That's what that is. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Which like that's life. You like, like that's completely okay. I don't have a problem with that. At all. <laughs> like I think you know what you're getting into in that situation. You know? <laughs> but yeah, the, no, you know who I really like in that movie, and and not specifically in that movie, but I like the actor Craig Robinson, who's the big black guy. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. He's really funny, actually. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's a Mr. Robot as like a dramatic character, but um, oh. just in general, he's a really funny guy. Yeah, he was in Pineapple Express as well. Uh, yeah, Seth Rogen. Uh, what's his face? Jade, whatever his name is. is the he he played Harry on the first Spider-Man trilogy. You, why can't I think of him? Jay Shrunganunda. No, is it the, he's the guy who voiced Hiccup, isn't he? No, no, the oh, other guy. He has a brother who's famous too. Who's on? <laughs> his brother was on uh, Neighbors with Zac Efron. I feel like why? Why can I not think of his name? That's strange. That is so weird. <laughs> like you know exactly. Yeah, you can give, I, it's you can, on the tip of my tongue. You can tongue. go through what his entire fuck? IMDb page, but you have no idea what the guy's name is. <laughs> oh my god, Franco. James Franco. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Duh. The interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the interview. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> James yeah, so Franco. James He's also Franco. a disaster artist, which I don't know if you know what that is. But oh, cool. I haven't seen it. Um, it's, yeah. That that one's new, though, right? It's like newer. 2017. 17? Yeah, I think so. 17, 18. That's yeah. fine. I, anyway. yeah, I haven't seen that. I've been wanting to. James though. Franco was in the original Spider-Man trilogy? Yeah, he, he played yeah. Uh, Harry. Harry Osborn. Oh, cool. Yeah, you didn't know so, that? No, I haven't seen that. that. That's <laughs> like... Wait, what's I, his? What's his? J- James Franco. And what was his other name? Uh, D- Dave Franco. Dave Franco. He, he he was on Six Underground. The driver. Oh really? Yeah. Did you see Six yeah. Underground? Yeah. The, he was the driver. That's James Franco's little brother. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, James Franco and Seth Rogen actually got their start together on. Uh, well. Geeks and freaks. Well, um, I was gonna say J- Seth Rogen. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't, He never went to film school. No, no. He, 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 he just made, wanted to make yeah. movies. Since he made he was movies like with 14. his friends in like middle school. And yeah, like, like he, he just kept he was doing writing. It. He started writing super, super bad, bad yeah. when he was like fifteen. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just based on experiences him and his friend had. Yeah. What's his friend name? I don't know. Um, no. I feel like it's Gordon. Oh, um, Andrew, Andrew Goldberg or something. Goldberg. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The they were just like writing scripts at that yeah, age because yeah. it was just shit they wanted to do. Have you seen? I don't know. You probably haven't seen it, but there's a picture of uh, Martin Scorsese. He um, he has he drew like storyboards when he was 12 years old. Really? Yeah. Like so. Like there's. Pictures, I don't even know what a storyboard there, is. There's pictures <laughs> of a storyboard written by Martin Scorsese um, when he was 12. It's like it's like detail and color and all that stuff when he was 12 years old. That's like, wild. He, he had this. He had like a significant portion of this movie, like 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 significant portion of the pre-production of that movie done when he was twelve years old. Dude, that's why when that's I have kids, crazy. if they have a passion 
for something, I'm gonna like try to let him chase it. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh, you gotta focus on school instead. Like go do I, your shit. Well, one of my <laughs> one of my best friends, his mom is was like that. His mom was very much um, when not as a parent as a kid. She her her parents were very much like you gotta do school you gotta do school and she's like I hated it I hated every second yeah. of it and I I don't and she she's a graphic designer now so she's kind of like in the artist space to an extent um so so she's like I and she's like I don't do that to my kids and my buddy is like uh he's going to MIT kind of guy like he's very, really very, he wants to but like yeah, he's very it, very smart right? yeah it's like um, you let your kids do like, what they want to do as long as they're it's not like a bad thing yeah. why not because. I think too many people are trying to live up to like societal expectations of oh if your kids don't make it to college and do well for themselves and that's a bad reflection on you shut the fuck up they're my, a totally different person yeah I know my dad was like that when I was growing up I remember my dad being very very like straightforward he's like you are going to go to college when you finish high school because that's what you do and I was like yeah that makes sense and like I probably yeah. would have gone to college anyway um, but like I have two out of four two out of three of my siblings um are probably not going to go to college, and yeah. I, and we and I've talked to him about that because because I was curious. Um, well, you don't really need it no. anymore, at, at least for what you're trying to do. Like, it could be helpful if you. What I'm going to do? You're just trying yeah. to keep learning, but you can learn better from experience filmmaking. What well, what I'm going to do? The reason I'm going to go to college is because I have um, I have like tangible evidence, and also the colleges I want to go to, they have like a stupid high employment rate after um, going to school, so that's going to help because I'm very very fucking aware how like stupid hard it is and stupid idea it is to do what i want to do like yeah I'm very yeah. very and, aware and be like really success, yeah, yeah. successful in it I'm yeah very i fucking I, aware I, don't worry yeah yeah that that's it though like like for me i always hated school sure i was never really bad at school like i was always a pretty smart kid got good grades and everything behaved what, what your, and shit what were your grades like like I, up up until my sophomore junior year i was all a's and b's fuck i, I was c's until junior year yeah Started. well my my junior year sort of my sophomore year because i i just didn't give a fuck anymore i, I was just trying like i was worrying about having to leave illinois and move here okay but my junior year i just i was super depressed and i i just said fuck it and yeah. didn't give a crap about my grades at all i just kept it i did enough to where my parents wouldn't like be yeah, overly aware of it and get upset yeah. but um like my parents were the same way for a long time and then after a while they're like yeah this is lost cause he's gonna do what he wants yeah. <laughs> and like what i want isn't bad like i'm i'm the first of all my siblings to pay rent at at my parents home like i started paying rent before before any of them did and sure. the only other one who has is grace and i i started like right before right around the same time as her while i was still just 18 i just sure. turned 18 and so like i'm being responsible i i know what i'm doing i can adult <laughs> sort of to a degree <laughs> but um but like it I want different things that don't require what society thinks you should be required to do. You know, like I'd rather just do my thing and learn from experience and things that like, I want to do. I have this thing. Um, uh, not not a lot. I, I have like a cousin. Um, 
who me too juicy guy. yeah I know. You, you do too no way uh, you think they're the same person <laughs> um, no but she, she wants to be a uh, she's gonna be a teacher she's in like her final year of school or something mm. like that um that's fine like you'll be a teacher uh, i have friends who want to be a teacher and especially like engineers as well um, yeah yeah he, certain things you have yeah. to go to school for well, like no no well, i would say like that's like that's fine you go to school whatever i don't really care but I have a, the problem, or maybe not problem, like the thing I, I think of when I hear that, like I'm going to be going to be a teacher, is that you are like, you can't handle not being stable. Because especially with like yeah. teaching is that like, personally, when I graduated high school, um, there is like this two week time period where I was like, what the fuck do I do now? And I freaked <laughs> out. I have, where's, I, don't, I don't have my computer with me. Today. I didn't even know if um, I was going to graduate high school. I, I was like, ah, fuck it, like, I'm going to do this instead. Dude, I was very, I, I cried at one point because I had no idea what the fuck I was going to do. And like every, like this last four years of my life was like, like it's fucking gone. Um, I, I have a, I still have a document on my computer that I just wrote a script that is a terrible script that's not worth reading. But it helped me to like get like what I was thinking on a page, yeah. Which was strange for me because I always like made fun of people who did that. <laughs> um, but like I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna do, and it kind of like this led me to the conclusion that it's like okay, people who are gonna like leave high school, right? Go to school for five years, become a teacher, then go back to high school. What that feels like to me is someone who can't handle not being stable, right? Mm. Someone who who can't handle not having like a, a a clock in a clock out you know what I yeah, mean yeah yeah they like, they need some sort of uh routine because what it ends up being is ends up being you same suit different tie you know what i mean like you're yeah. doing the same thing you're just on the other side of the desk this time yeah and i i don't fuck with that like, i don't yeah. want that so that just like that just kind of strikes me as being very like oh, i can't be what i can't not be or, or, or just like like settling to be ordinary yeah yeah it's this idea of of not wanting to of of settling yeah you're right yeah settling um, yeah and, and that comes out way. of like like fear of oh i might not make it and yeah. if i don't then what will people think or yeah, yeah, what yeah. will happen to me then it's like and, you're you're like still that. the yeah. same person you're just on another day like you're not gonna be broke and homeless and dying you can work a regular job minimum wage yeah. is 15 dollars um, you can move to the Midwest and get get a job and get a place for super cheap. That's true. Nebraska, bro. Um, Illinois is super cheap like there. Wyoming, too. Wyoming is like nobody in Wyoming. <laughs> Except for Kanye. Is Kanye in Wyoming? But that, that's where he recorded Ye. Um, uh, and, uh, that's where he, he like goes to like get away. Have you heard uh, Justin Bieber's new song, Yummy? Yeah, I it's stupid. <laughs> I, I watched the music video. It, it, I don't think it's a bad sounding song, but the lyrics so are dumb. so empty. They're, yeah, they're like I watched the music dumb. video, and it's just him trying a bunch of food that looks like it came from the Grinch. <laughs> like it, it's like all these puddings and jellos and stuff, and it, it, it all looks like food that came yes. straight from Jim Carrey's Grinch movie. Oh my God. And there's nothing else like there's no deeper meaning behind it nothing it's just hey you're yummy i don't know man. um anyway the engineering was the same way i was just sorry i was, that was a little bit of tangent but <laughs> no, engineering we're, is the we're same both way was, the i was like you know engineering is very it's very like stable and yeah. like, that's not and i'm not saying that for like every every occupation or whatever you, i'm like whatever you do go do it. like i fucking if i'm wrong fucking that's fine my like, thing that's is if you it. want something else and it is possible but you're it's not certain and for the reason that it's not certain you go a different route and sell for something that's where i'm like hey come on man just try it 
But like if if somebody wants to be an engineer or like I know people who want to be a doctor or want to be yeah. a lawyer, they might not necessarily know what all that entails or like all the schooling it'll take, all all yeah. the hard work. But like if that's what you really want, then all the power it, to you. If I if I didn't make movies, I would probably go be a lawyer. Just like because I'm uh I, I'm interested in that kind of, not interested, yeah. but like I'm I find that pretty like not simple. I don't know how to explain it. It makes sense to me. This is like it's like being a lawyer is very much like all right. This is like you just you read, you talk, and then you're done. Like, yeah, that like, was kind of, that's kind of what it is. And like that's obviously an oversimplification, but like that's yeah. in general. If I if I was willing to go through the schooling for it, I could for sure be a lawyer because I'd be able to defend people who like actually well, need defense. Well, like I, I, had I, would, a, I wouldn't want money for it or anything. Like I I would want like what that person can afford because I'm there to sure. help them type of thing. Well, there there is a kid in one of my uh, one of my like advanced classes in junior year and he was and I say and I, I specify advanced classes cuz this was a, ki- a class full of kids who are like overachievers and not only did I feel like completely out of place with them, like this kid like he was the kind of kid who who, who was juniors and we, he already took a tour of Harvard. Really? He wore like his everyday sweatshirt was a was a brown sweatshirt that said Harvard in white letters. Like, oh this, yeah, like that, this that's kid an asshole wa- right there. Yeah, this kid wanted to go to Harvard. Like that that, that was his thing, and I doubt he got in because I think they, <laughs> I think they would have made a big deal out of it at graduation. But like anyway, he he wants to go to Harvard, and one day he he comes up and he and I don't fucking remember how the conversation started. But basically, it goes, you know, um, I thought you wanted to go to Harvard, dude. And he, and he goes, yeah, I really did, but I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. He's like, why don't you want to be a lawyer anymore? Well, because what, what you end up doing is you end up working uh, either for, like, uh, you either work yourself and you work for, like, a company or whatever, and you get paid a lot of money for defending bad people. Yeah. Or you're a public defender and you get paid no money for prosecuting bad people. And, like, that's kind of how he saw it. He's yeah. like, I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's it. Like, same thing with being a politician. I, I Oh, yeah, politicians are fucking, fucking. Yeah, you got to be corrupt to a certain degree to be a yeah. politician. Like, pe- people are saying, oh, pe- Democrats are just attacking Trump for no reason because they, they don't like how, how he talks. And it's like, no, he has probably done some fucked up shit and a lot more fucked up shit that we don't know about. Think about how much most money that guy been. has. Plus, he's in one of the most powerful positions in the world. He could very easily hide his actions and intents. Most people do. Though. Most politicians. Yeah, do. exactly. Like, so, like, you you think of that, but care. that much but, higher level with a billionaire yeah. before he became a politician. <laughs> uh, um, that that's why, like, I I don't really like Bernie a whole lot. Um, I like him a bit, but I respect him because him and, and Tulsi Gabbard, who I know for a fact does this as well, um, they don't take money from corporations. Their their campaign is uh, donation based. So yeah. you go online, you donate ten dollars to Bernie Sanders, um, and that takes the place of a donation from a company, which is cool. Um, the Frank Reynolds in It's Always Sunny there's an episode where they get into politics. And the episode starts with Frank going, it takes a real low-life piece of shit to get to politics. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, agree with that. Yeah, politics are bad. But yeah. we like, we got to wrap up, man. i got to get going. Okay, gotta yeah. i got to tell you the truth. Um, we, let's do one more thing. We want, we got one more topic. You can hit. Do you want to do something? 
I don't fucking know. You got something? Nah, so if you want to hit one more thing, we can. <laughs> well, I I'm I'm pretty much out of stuff to, stuff to say. Um, obviously, can't speak. I don't know. We'll we'll be here on Sunday, right? Ideally. Um, most likely. Yeah, we're we're looking to try and pick up pace a little bit get more frequent episodes out for sure gonna try to keep going with uh with dmt uh i really need to get a second episode out of that um yeah but yeah you've been pretty um we've been a little bit more consistent yeah you've been more active i would say yeah Yeah, this is our fourth episode in the last week and a half too yeah yeah Yeah, and we had taken like a two-month break in between that and the the last episodes um but yeah, um, yeah, it was like uh, Micah. He said he heard about Jojo Rabbit. I was hanging out with him yesterday, yeah. and he said I, it, it shows some movie about a bunch of jokes or try try and make Nazis seem funny. And I don't know why anybody would want to watch that. I was like, I'm not sure that's what it's about. No. I think it's very different. But yeah, may, maybe is. he'll listen to this and and realize that. That movie is not about making the Nazis funny. That movie, like the the only the only funny part, like I don't know, because I don't know how to explain that without like without um, spoiling it or just kind of yeah, leave. like it. It's not though. Um, I I think oh, it's weird when people like think actually, of Nazis as in like like inhuman where they were human they just oh, were that's that's interesting they were influenced in a different direction like kind of how like a lot of kids are raised in a certain religion and then they're influenced to believe oh this has oh, to like, be right i have all this evidence like like racism is like that too or yeah anything that's well, like uh, obviously with nazis yeah. and, and jews so um well, yeah but, but they're not inhuman they're regular humans just with a totally different motive i'll, I'll say this that in in jojo rabbit the butt of the joke is usually not nazism it's usually the blind uh the blind nationalism or something like like something more broad like that oh, they're, yeah, they're not yeah. making fun of the nazis they're making fun of of how the nazis operate i guess is, is more the yeah idea. yeah um or or something like that and like oh, dude, don't get me wrong like again <laughs> the the movie ends with the nazis losing like, uh, yeah. like right like and again that's not what the story's about like the story is not about the nazis the story is about is about blind nationalism and it's about it's about um how do you how do you say like it, it's kind of about like what 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 somebody does when they're when their blind fanaticism is challenged in an obvious way like a lot of that a lot of the comedy of that movie um, comes from the conversation between the Nazi boy and the Jewish girl, and yeah. and this Nazi boy, like throughout the entire movie, he's like, or maybe first half of the movie, he's like, well, well, Jews have horns. Obviously, they have horns, right? Because that's what he's told, right? And he's again blind nationalism, right? And yeah. and and a lot of the jokes come from her talking to him and being like, yeah, I have horns. They're just they're I, they're just not grown in yet because I'm so young. Like that's kind of, that's that's the yeah, joke. Like yeah. they're not making they're not so making just Nazis like playing, funny. Playing into that. Yeah, like how, yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. Like Tropic Thunder, RDJ's character, how it was like showing obviously how wrong it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, um, I, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's it's making it's making fun of of it it's 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 like holding up a magnifying glass and being like this this is fucking crazy. Like that's all it really is. Yeah, like the. Because to a certain extent, like in this, at this angle, the angle uh, Taikiti Watiti takes, whatever, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Taika uh, Watiti. Taika Watiti? Taika. Taika. 
Yeah. Uh, the angle he takes is they're they're funny because they're fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's kind of the angle. It's like that's what you're <laughs> laughing at. You're not laughing at haha the Nazis are funny because they they kill people and they're and they're you know want to take over the world. Like that's not what you're laughing at. Yeah. Um, for sure. Go watch it because it really is good. And the the way it wraps up um, with a did, very where'd you just watch it? Where'd I watch it? Or, I watched. Um, I've rented it. You um, rented? Okay. Yeah. Redbox or. Rented. Oh mine. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I really wanted to, man. I fuck, I couldn't fucking handle it, man. I really wanted to see it, and I got Oscar noms, so I went and rented mm. it. Um, but no, it's it's really good. It's. Do you still have that that movie pass thing? Or no, they, that, dude, that that company went down. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. so. No, they, yeah, no, they, uh, that was crazy. How much was it? Like it was ten bucks a month for unlimited movies, one a day. Yeah, like that. That's uh, fucking. Well, Regal has their own now. Like it's twenty one bucks a month. But like seriously, that movie pass as a company changed how the industry works. Like and it, 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 I'm ser- I'm one hundred percent serious. Like every oh. every company or every major company has their own has their own subscription service now. They didn't have that. Before. Oh yeah, that previously, makes sense. Previously, you had to pay twelve bucks a ticket, and if you wanted to go see a movie every weekend, it was twelve bucks a weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they effectively cut that price in half. And they also allow you to see like one one of the biggest things about Movie Pass that people talked about was that for ten bucks a month, someone would go see a movie they had no interest in because they could, right? Like um like How to Train Your Dragon for example, right? Mm-hmm. Um I I didn't see it, but like, <laughs> but, like I had Movie Pass. I don't want to go see. I don't really have an interest in How to Train Your Dragon, but I'm not. It's Tuesday afternoon. I'm not really doing anything, and I haven't used my Movie Pass today, so I'll go in and I'll watch How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. Right? So it like that was how that um that that was a really big deal. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wish that change. was still around. It's kind of unfortunate. Like Twenty one bucks a month at Regal. Oh yeah, that's yeah, not bad it's at all. Not bad. Uh, I haven't Do pulled the trigger. I don't haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. Oh. Um, because I'm still in, I'm st- go to school and stuff. I might do it during the summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I go to school and stuff. That so. wouldn't be bad if, like, I would do that and look forward each month to see what movies are coming out, yeah. and then I would maybe, like, cancel it. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Different months, yeah. I would probably be, like, I I want to be in the habit, uh, maybe not how ha- I want to be more comfortable doing things I like alone, because I think most people should be. Yeah. Um. So, like, I, I kind of want to go and get in the habit of, like, going to movies, like, in the afternoon, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and just going by myself to see a movie I want to see. Dude, I love that. So... Have Dude, you done uh, that before? And what? Have you done that before? You're gonna see a movie by yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. I, I think I took my brother once. Very few but, times, but yeah, like the, the like. Well, and also, <sighs> if you're if you're ever going to see a movie, ask me to come <laughs> with. Like, I'm yeah. I'm down to go see movies if you I want to go see. For you want to go see 1917 tonight? Or, tonight. Uh, like this weekend? Yeah, I'll have to find out. I have a, I, I have a shit ton of schoolwork, but yeah, I don't I mean, work at all tomorrow. I don't think so. Okay. Let me let yeah. me check my. Well, it depends how much school I could get done tomorrow or tonight. But uh, yeah, I'd be down. be down though. I really sure. want to go see nineteen seventeen. Yeah, it's, um, Sam Mendes is, did Skyfall, and I fucking I think he's fantastic. Skyfall is one of the best spy movies ever made. So I still i I've seen that movie all the way through. I think, but I don't remember it's, much it's of it. Been, I think I've only seen it once. That was when I wasn't too interested in, in James Bond movies. Like I just kind of i i I got interested when Daniel Craig took over. Um, yeah. To be fair, that he's the only James Bond I knew, though, because I think he's been doing it since the early two thousands. Mm. I think I think Casino came out or Casino Royale came out in two thousand five. Okay. Two thousand four. Um, yeah, I don't think I. I think 
Skyfall is the only James Bond movie that I've seen all the way through, if that. Spectre isn't worth it. Mm. Casino Royale, I think I've only seen Casino Royale about halfway through. Um, but it's pretty interesting. Um, no Time to Die is up in the air still. I, I really hope it's good, but like to be 100% honest with you, what I've seen so far is not dazzling. It's not like out of the ordinary for James Bond. Well, I think they might know that they already have such an audience that they can show very little and then have the yeah, most no, of the movie. Yeah, that's one hundred percent fair. Like, yeah, yeah. that that's what James that's Bond. That's what I would do. That's like why low quality productions like like set expectations low <laughs> so that if you do have a good project that comes yeah. out, it's good. So, um, there's problem not problems. There is scary things that are happening with it um for some people like uh there's a rumor that the 007 name gets carried on to a woman um at the end of the movie or at the beginning of the movie i don't know um which some people don't like uh so like it, there was kind of a point of controversy and then just the other day <laughs> God damn it! Just the other day, because I because they're looking for the new. So they're they're actively looking for the next James Bond because this is this is his last one. Like he's, yeah, he was he didn't even want to do this one. But this is his last one. Um, so actively looking for the next one, and they're they're publicly looking for it too because there's they're obviously gonna take like an A list actor or a B list actor. So Idris Elba was one of the front runners at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it should be Robin Patterson. Rob, Robert Patterson, just give him all the mm. things because that'd be funny. Just, just, <laughs> just see him as Batman and Batman, 007. <laughs> give him the Iron Man suit too. Just fucking whatever. <laughs> um, but no, anyway, that, that was a joke. But like, anyway, um, I just was was like the front runner at one point, and they're like, you can't be 007 because you're black. And really? Yeah, that was that was. Um, a, a, I don't know how many people thought that, but that was definitely a thought process. Um, That's like. Uh, Haley, uh, you know Chloe Haley. and Haley. Okay. Uh, the their twins. They're on uh, Grownish. The, okay. Uh, have you seen Blackish? Yeah, I've seen Blackish. Yeah, so Grownish. Oh, is the, like, oh, the two like little little kids. No, Grownish oh. is the the oldest daughter. Oh, uh, Yari Shahidi or is that her name? Well, Something like that. that. But um, the Chloe and Haley are on that show, and uh, Haley she is gonna be playing, or at least. As of right now, she's cast as the Little Mermaid for the live action remake. Oh, cool! Yeah, but oh, that's but like, right. You, you yeah, I remember that. Her, and, like, there was some outrage on the yeah, internet. And it was like that. not my aerial, but she looks like a fucking mermaid. Does she? Yeah, yeah. like like you see a picture of her, and she looks. I do like, remember. That. You see her, and, and you think mermaid, and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe not necessarily aerial, but then you're like, yeah. oh, that could work. Um. Well, the the guy who did who does uh, No Time to Die, the guy who directed it, he came out yesterday or earlier today. Doesn't she look like she would yeah, be a mermaid? Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but he came out the other day and he was like, he's like, um, uh, was it James Bond? It was I think it was James Bond can be any gender, but only white. I think is what he said. Interesting. So, so you you have this question: Who can James Bond really be? Okay, I think people just need to come up with like new original stuff. Stop doing Ghostbuster remakes. Stop, stop doing like all these remakes with other genders and stuff. I want do something original with women. That was what um, Bombshell was. What it was like. Yeah. um, Well, I think I think I've said it before on this podcast, and we can probably end with this quote: is Mm -hmm. is that um, 
instead of empowering women by by forcing them into man stories, you need to empower women by giving them their own stories to tell. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because and that's happened before, and they are always better. Yeah, for sure. Like um, the Ghostbusters remake, I didn't like the uh, Ocean's Eight, the Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's uh, Eight was sequel. Fuck, dude. Like I, I didn't what even try to watch mess it. Of a movie. Even though it had Rihanna in it, uh, Riri, so you have you I, haven't seen. I, it? I love you. There, no, I have. There is a so can I spoil it because it's not a good movie. Yeah, I, I don't the, give. A there fuck. is a significant hinge that George Clooney is not only alive but is helping these people. Oh my god! Like, like maybe not oh helping like directly, god. but like even even in this like in this this movie of like women empowerment and stuff. You still have a man who's implied to be pulling the strings, right? Um, and also Anne Hathaway. This is bad writing. Yeah. Also Anne Hathaway like takes the jewels at the end, which is fucking stupid. Uh, but yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you get out of here. Uh, I've been trapped. You guys can't see this, but he has handcuffs on me. I've been chained to the wall for the past hour. And that's a half. not what the handcuffs are for. Oh. 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 <laughs> uh, no, thanks for coming through, though. This was a good time. I'm glad we got to record today. I like to talk about movies. Anytime you want to talk yeah. about movies. Yeah. Um, I, I think TV cast should should be proud of that. You guys can't see, but he, he just started falling from the oh, yoga ball. Um, we got to get cameras. For, well, we got to shoot this. I put in a spy camera in here a while back. but Well, I, I know about that. I oh, left it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen like, the Airbnb videos of like the guys who go into Airbnbs and like they shine their light across the wall because a camera is reflecting like, the light? Like, they'll find like hidden cameras Oh, in interesting. That, yeah, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's very it's, – no, it's very That's creepy. like some cabin in the woods type shit. Yeah, that's not cool at all. <laughs> Um, all right. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let you get out of here. Thanks for coming through. Thank you everybody for listening wherever you listen on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, uh, anchor Podbean. You, you probably don't know what that is, but Podbean, uh, Internet. <laughs> the World Wide web. All right. This has been another conversation. We out.